Boom, coming in hot, kids. We there you are, bro. I'm traveling again, dude. I'm traveling again. Yeah, you're traveling. What are you eating? Pork rinds? What do you got in there right now? Oh, no, I'm crushing these uh, these uh, wild protein chips. They're like, oh. they're uh, all chicken breast, egg whites, and chicken bone broth. Oh, it's, what I, it's like exactly what I give to my dogs. <laughs> anyway. It probably is, dude, but they're delicious. They got a little spicy cayenne pepper buffalo. Oh, that's dog, nice. That's man. nice. It's like a jerky alternative. I like that. It's just my it's just my one it's like my one guilty pleasure. I like to mix in every once in a while, you know? Yeah, no, you eat super healthy. So do I for the yeah. most part. Except for those wow, we got a lot of feedback on the uh the airport eating habits. Danny Graves <laughs> jumped in, everybody fired up about it. Anyway, so hey, Bro. last night you did something fun, man, for the first time. Yeah, like, let's talk about that. Dude, dude, started off my program with my buddy JD last night with uh Breakthrough Pro, you know, taking your mindset to the pro level and I've been Want to do it for a couple of years, though. We talk about it on the show a lot. And bam, we launched it last night. It's the start that stops, Chinch. It's the start that stops. One thing you realize, after doing number one last night, I'm like literally feel momentum. Like, you just got to take awesome. action sometimes. So we did, man. Talked about growth mindset last night. And just, you know, we're off and running, man. How many days a week? How many days a week are you going to do that? One day a week. Every Sunday night, there's uh, 11 people in the program. First, first run. And uh, it's just exciting, man. It's really exciting, you know, knowing some of the stuff that's really helped me in my career, helps me in life today, just continuing to grow every day, especially when you start tapping into gratitude. You know, w- really quick, just one of the big things that we talked about was growth mindset versus fixed mindset. A fixed mindset guy says, hey, fixed mindset people, it's good if everything's going good. And then when you get punched in the mouth, you're like, uh-oh. You go in the corner like, I can't do it. I got punched in the mouth. The growth mindset, you know, person gets punched in the mouth and says, give me more, you know? So I think one of the things in this uh, Angela Duckworth's book called Grit, she does a TED Talk. This, um, And she was doing this TED Talk. She was trying to break down Carol Dweck's book, Mindset, right? Mm-hmm. That talks about growth versus fixed mindset. Yeah. And she did. And what she found was the one word that separates a growth mindset from a fixed mindset is grit. That's the word, dude. And and what grit translates to is having passion and perseverance for a cause. That means like staying in it. Let's go. I'm going to keep going. doesn't matter how many shots I take. So that was one of the things that we talked about a lot. We had a lot of young kids in it, you know, a lot of high school kids, um, you know, that were doing it. And, uh, you know, a couple, couple, uh, couple of Wiley vets too. So nice. uh, it was great, dude. It was a great night. And my buddy JD is one of the best dudes out there. He and I have been meeting for years talking about this stuff. And I was like, we got to start this program. So, we did it. We're rolling downhill, brother. And uh, I think, too, I was talking to you about we're going to have Brian Kane on here soon. I'm going to mm-hmm. start bringing, like, maybe a Mindset Monday. I don't know what we're going to call it, but yeah. bringing some of these guys in that are some strong mindset coaches and just, you know, boom, let's go. I like it. Info. All right. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. Hey, speaking of grit, nobody has gritted it out more in Major League Baseball history maybe than Dusty Baker, World World Series champ. Yeah, let's go. Happy for him. I'm not a big Astros guy, but I'm a huge Dusty guy, so took my cap to him. Dusty created the high five. Do you know that? I have heard that. Explain that to the folks at home, though. Tell everybody how that happened. Tell everybody the story. I don't know if everybody knows that, or you just know that he did it. Yeah, well, I think, I don't know. Just when guys would come (laughs) to score, he'd put his hand up. Let's go. You know what I mean? That's amazing. Dude, he's like literally like the like Forrest Gump of, of our generation. The guy knows everybody. Yeah. He's got so many different experiences. Best friend was Hank Aaron. Hank Aaron took him under his wing when he was first coming up. Mm-hmm. He won a World Series title in '81. He finally wins one today, in, in you know this year in 2022. Yeah. 73 years old. Most wins in the postseason without you know without a World Series. Now he has it. 
just bakes man i used to piss me off dude those cincinnati reds teams back in the day he'd win 90 some games mm -hmm. then he gets fired goes to washington wins 95 and 97 games i hated and that lives in the division series and gets fired i hated that. such a joke such a joke uh and so wherever dusty baker goes he wins he won we wanted san francisco he wanted chicago you know, he won in Cincinnati yeah. for a few years. And let's like where they, they haven't won. So let's not I just, forget I love Dusty Baker. He took that Astros job when they were the biggest pariah in all of sports, had one of the biggest cheating scandals in sports history. And Dusty yep. comes in. I don't think you I don't think that team is as, is as successful. I don't care if he brought in the greatest manager of all time, like from an X's and O's standpoint, they brought in a human being to fix that 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 mojo there. And again, we're sitting here right now. I hate those Astro teams, but you know what? I root for Dusty so hard that I, it, it took a lot of the shine off of the, like the evil Astros because it's like, well, at least they got Dusty. <laughs> I, right. No, no yeah. it's so true. Dude, Bake was the only, I really believe Jim Crane did such a great job bringing in Dusty Baker. I think Bake was the one guy. He's already been there, done that. He's lived those life, life lessons, you know, it's like, I, lo I look at it like this, brother. He's the one guy to, to, to direct that club, the Astros. Mm -hmm. When you look at life and you look at movies, right? What do they say when, when you're in a movie and you got a big scene? Hey, man, we did 40 takes mm -hmm. on that one, right? It took a whole day, a whole week to shoot that scene, right? And what do they do? It was a miss take. Let's do it again. A miss, another miss take, right? Miss take. I think Dusty Baker comes in. He's like, listen, people make mistakes. Although it was a big scandal, blah, blah, blah. At some point in life, you got to move on. And mm -hmm. Dusty Baker was the guy to grab that reins, the veteran, the veteran leadership that he had and say, hey, these guys made a mistake. They've owned up to it. Let's move on. And Love here it. they are in 2022 winning the championship. Yep. Very good. Now, all of a sudden, boom. Start, I started seeing it yesterday already. It's like baseball writers and reporters treat – like the day after the World Series, the way like the way companies treat like putting up their stupid Christmas commercials already. By the way, I keep seeing I'm walking around the right. house just as a TV on. Last night I'm hearing a Christmas carol. I'm like, what the hell is this? Go look at the TV. There's a freaking ad. Christmas. Christmas ad. Stop it. So, um, but on that front, they get right after it. Like right after it. And now all anybody in baseball is talking about is Shohei Otani being on the market now. It's a one-year deal. I forgot we were talking before. It's he's got thirty million. He's going to make thirty right. million this year, and that's it. But it's a one-year deal. So the question is: Is he being shopped? He did say that thing when he went home uh, in the offseason. He goes, I, "I don't have a basically like didn't have a good taste in his mouth with the Angels this past year." So that, it's like exploding. So we're talking you and I before, and I go, "Well, wait a minute. If you're the Yankees, what do you do? Did, would you rather have Otani?" Or judge, if you're the Mets, you have a suggestion. Would you? Yeah. I'm talking about the offensive side. You have a, a pitching side on the Mets side. Yeah. Well, that, that that's why he's so valuable. Yeah. Why don't if if the Grom if you let the Grom walk and you know you're bringing in Shohei, you're not only getting an unbelievable DH, you're getting a frontline starter. You're getting and and, and he's younger mm -hmm. than the Grom. He's you know less mileage on the arm. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? He's he's only getting better as a pitcher. Right. He's only getting more elite as a pitcher and as a hitter. Right. This guy is is you know in rarefied air. And when you talk about like Stevie Cohen, who just wants to spend money because he's so freaking right. rich, Otani's a guy. And also, dude, New York. If you're Otani, you know there's a lot of um, international appeal out in L.A. 
and there's international appeal in New York. Yep. So if you're playing for the Mets or for the Yankees, he's going to be comfortable there. He's going to be able to settle in. He's, you know, there's a Japanese community there too. Yeah. And, and, and like I said, the international scope of the Yankees oh, or the Mets because it. it's New York is at, at another level. So it, Shohei wouldn't make sense in like Milwaukee or Kansas City right. or Cincinnati Midwest. Coast. He makes sense in a big market. That's internationally driven. Mm-hmm. And I'll tell you what, that kind of makes sense to me too. If Judge walks, Otani comes in. Yeah. If they don't sign back to Grom, go all in on Otani. He'll find yeah. a way to get him. Here's the thing, man, too. I keep saying it. That Mets that Mets owner has a lot of money. He just signed Edwin Diaz to the largest contract in his mil. history of closers. Yeah. After one good Five year with them. 100, 102 mil. Yes, I'm telling you, that guy is waiting in the wings to turn. He's going to start just buying, like the way you would buy. You know how you could take the trades off when you would play baseball games, uh, you know, on your N64? Baseball stars. Baseball, baseball stars. stars. You could take take the uh, take the trade denials off, and you just build super teams when you were a kid. Yeah. That's what the yeah. Mets could do. You've seen the Dodgers have pretty much done that. The yeah. Yankees haven't. And the Yankees have a little little egg on their face from the way the season worked out, the way it ended, some of their decisions. You're starting to hear about Cashman. Now, the question is, is Cashman your guy? Because now going into this offseason, it's probably one of the biggest offseasons in the history of the Yankees. Think about that. You got your star player. He might be gone. Or he might just leave. And then you got other guys coming up. You got you got a lot of things to figure out. And if you don't have that GM in place, what are you going to do? You got you got to do it now before one of the uh, the GM meetings are always when winter meetings. Yeah, winter meetings. Oh, uh, winter. Yeah, December fourth, fourth to the seventh. That's coming up. So you, you yeah, you're working on this now because you got to go. By the time you get there, you got to be ready to roll. You got to be ready to roll. Yeah. You know, especially no, right. names like that out there. You know. Now you're right. Also, too, I think you know. It, obviously, if you're Cash, you know Brian Cash is, is he's, he looks at himself in the mirror and says, you know, listen, we got to get better here or there. But you got to also look at that team. Everyone knew throughout the whole year this is a good team. There's a lot of strikeouts in that lineup. They're, they're, they're over fifty percent of their runs are from the home run. Their bullpen kind of started to fall apart a little bit, and I don't know if they really addressed it. Well, obviously, Lemayhew being out hurts them so bad mm-hmm. I mean, because. He's the one guy in that lineup that's a really good hitter. I just feel like they had too many strikeouts up and down that lineup. And when you get to the postseason and we saw the Astros bullpen, uh, you know, how dominant they were. The pitch, great pitching beats great hitting, especially swing and miss hitting. I just right. feel like, you know, Cashman's got to look at that and say, we got to figure out a way to get some more guys in this lineup that are that are good hitters. And that's why yeah. Trey Turner comes to my mind. Like, Trey Turner in that lineup. That's a really good hitter, uh-huh. really good defensive player too. But he's a guy that could be a total difference maker. Mm-hmm. There you go. And one more thing on uh, on Cashman. Hey man, you know he takes a lot of licks from the media. You know yeah. he gets a lot of criticism over the years. He's arguably top five GM in the history of the game. I would put him there. I, I really would. Like he's yeah. he, he's that's Cash it. Is awesome. Yeah. I mean he's up there now. He saw what his boy Theo did. Like Theo's with the Red Sox, and then Theo started getting getting shit when they started like not not winning the World Series every year, and he was like, "F that, I'll go to the Cubs," and then become arguably the greatest of all time for what he did there. Like, if you're Cashman, you might be rethinking, maybe I don't want this. Maybe I could go to like a nice rebuild or something and improve myself all over again with less yeah. pressure. You know, we'll see. Yeah, yeah. A lot of questions like that out there now, but I got to spin it back though, dude, to the foosball football, man. The wow. city around here is going nuts with the J-E-T-S. That was a crazy win against the Bills yesterday. Dude, 
I mean, you see their, 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 their you know, their leader just saying we're taking receipts in week yeah. three of their zero and two. I think whatever. Now they're winning yeah. six and three. So yeah. That's a big win when you beat the Bills because you're like Josh Allen's hands above, you know, better than everyone else. That defense, Von Miller, all those guys, and then all of a sudden the Jets, 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 Jets with Zach Wilson come in. That defense Oof. is relentless, man. They're unbelievable pursuit, Sauce. unbelievable coverage, coverage, and they they freaking brought the noise, dude. When I saw that twenty to seventeen, I was like, wow, yeah, these guys are legit. Yeah, yeah. I work with uh, you, you've seen some of it, like with Wayne Corbett and uh, Lavernius Coles. Yeah. By the way, are two of the nicest guys. You, we got to get them with you one day next time you're around here and get everybody together. They're the nicest guys in the world. But Lavernius before on his last hit before they were both up there for an alumni thing. So they were both at the stadium and before, uh, uh, they were saying, how, how are they going to win this game? And he said, the only way the jets win this game is if the bills bus breaks down. So yesterday he was all fired up and like they're recording again later today. And he's like, man, I'm going to have to eat some crow today, man. <laughs> but they were all so psyched, man. The other thing, too, is, honestly, look, that defense can beat anybody. And their running game did pretty well. Like, the second half, they just tore up, tore up the Bills. But even if they're not that great this year, this was like one of those wins. That was like a franchise win. Like, you know those years where Michigan isn't that great at college football? You know, yeah. they might be 6-4, and four, but if they can beat – they beat Ohio State. Ohio and then all of a sudden right. it's like, whoa. And then you start seeing the recruits come. You know, you see all the fans run onto the fields in those college games. You're like, oh, wow, they're rebuilding. I want to go there. This coach – this 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 uh, coaching staff is starting to make people think like, oh, I want to go there. So even if they yeah. wind up – as long as they don't, like, go completely in a tank, as long as they finish – I think at this point – realistically, if you don't finish over 500, it's going to be, yeah. a, it's going to have a bad taste at the end of the season. As long as they finish over 500, this Jets team has, looks like it's turning the franchise around for the first time since I think it was yeah. like 2011 or something like that. Oh, I agree, dude. Yeah. That's a great, that's a great point. You know, talk about gaining momentum. I mean, you, that mojo, you, you get a big win like that against the bills. All of a sudden, Oh man, we are, we are pretty, as a player, you start to really believe in yourself. No, we, we are really good. We, we, we talk about it in practice all week, but it turns out, you know, we're pretty good. So, yeah, you're right, man. This could be something that, you know, sets the ball rolling. I, I, for some reason, you just jarred in my memory. Same kind of thing with LSU-Alabama this weekend. You know what I mean? Oh, absolutely. I, absolutely. I mean, LSU, down the stretch, they come up with that big win, and, you know, at the end of the game, beat Alabama. Dude, it brings me back to my first – Real big college football. Well, I've been yeah. to a couple of big ones, but this is one that I really remember. I, I, me and my buddies from college, we went to take a trip every year. Right after I'd retired in 08, that year, that offseason, we went down to Baton Rouge, Louisiana, Ooh. baby. LSU versus Alabama. Nick Saban's wow. first year at Alabama, dude. Wow. And, you know, he was at LSU for those years. So they were, it was a hostile bar. Bro, have you ever been to LSU for a, N- for a football game? No, no. So, I mean, sea of rvs like the atlantic ocean of rvs you're like uh there's a there's so many rvs everywhere That's crazy. dude we're we're you know we're 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 34 years old we're, we're we're turning back the clock a little bit we're playing some beer pong outside the bus nice. we're, we're grilling out stuff we go to bed at like we we were not the greatest neighbors dude we, yeah. we were we were just like we were like the idiots from the east coast we went out there <laughs> and uh you know we we were probably keeping some of the rvs up we got the music going we'll yeah you were up. like you're like the frat house in old school a bunch of 30 yeah, year old exactly, drinkers dude, exactly <laughs> we have our own rv I, I don't have a bed everyone's in a bed but i'm in i'm in the passenger seat like this trying to sleep oh jeez dude six in the morning all of a sudden i hear 
Sweet home Alabama. <laughs> burning the way the sky's awesome. I do like look out. This guy is, it looks like witch's stew, bro. He's whipping the biggest pot of jambalaya you ever seen in your life. Oh my God. He looks at me. I look at him. He's like, welcome up, boys. No Good way. Morning, boys. This is your wake up call. We just went to bed like an hour early. Oh my God. We must have kept, kept that guy up all night. Oh, he was like, oh no way. I'm coming and hell's oh, coming with me. It's 6 a.m. Dude, I rallied the troops. John Cunningham, Jeff, I started slapping him like Courtney West. I'm like, come on, boys. It's time to get going. The game time's like six. Anyway, we had a blast. Dude, incredible. You could pull right. off, you could pull off maybe like four or five times a year by the time you're in your early 30s, a day like yeah. that. Once you hit 40 years old, for anybody that's listening right now, if you ever try to rage all night and then get one hour sleep and then continue on with your life, you have another oh. thing coming to you because it's <laughs> over. It is over. It's impossible. It's happened. You know, you wind up at that wedding and you're like, oh, your friends, like you do a shot. You do shots for the first time in like five years. And then next thing you wake up and like your socks are on your ears and you're like you're shaking. Fully yeah, fully, fully clothed. clothed on top of yeah. the sheets. Yeah, yeah. And you're like, how did I get you uh-uh. got under the covers? Like, how did I get? How did I get here? No way, no way. Oh that can't happen anymore. <laughs> uh, it's clean, clean living is a way to live these days, man. I'm telling. Hey, that's you. when you turn. Hey, and then that's when you, when you're flying out the next day. That's when you go up to McDonald's. You're like, give me two egg muffins, oh. egg muffins and, and then you go and give me a double martini over yes. here with, with extra vermouth. Yeah, hair of the dog. You got a hair of the dog back then. Anyway, all right. So we got all that going. You are at the network this week doing what? What do you got? Yeah. Off-season yeah, well, shows. You know what it's like at the network. Yeah, we're just going to probably start making up trades. and Yeah. <laughs> you know, just – I think they're going to announce uh, – they announced the MVP, Rookie of the Year stuff. And now we mm. start going up th- through the awards and stuff. So, that's right. yeah, it should be fun, man. I'm looking forward to it tonight. Yeah, that's funny. Um, it was funny seeing uh, uh, Verlander and his wife doing all the uh, interviews together the other night. It seems like she took a she took a little bit of a shot at Giselle. I don't know if anybody's connected these dots. But like she was talking, she said it on both Fox and Network, like, like how she loves him, whatever his decisions are made about playing or not playing. Like, and it kind of wasn't like suggested. I think she just said it to be like, we're a little different than Brady and Giselle. And I was like, wow, that's a random shot she just took. I might have been exaggerating. I've been reading a lot of, you know. Supermodel to supermodel. Yeah. (laughs) Supermodel fight. Anyway. Um, all right, so you're at the network. What do I got going? Jeez. Yeah, what do you got going on, Chinch? You got you got how many uh, how many interviews are you doing this? How many how many uh, shows are you producing? Twenty. <laughs> yeah, and le- yesterday we we did probably it was like the largest amount of content we've ever done at the Thirty Third Team in one day, and we had yeah. like dude with Ronde Barber, Mike Martz, Mike. Jeez, uh, I'm, I'm running out of names here. Robert Smith. Uh, Trey Wingo is like one of our, wow. he's like our only like host because we have so many guys and they're so good at just like looking so into what, camera. Does, does Wingo host a show? We started to do like a full show, but like it's not even necessary because our website basically just breaks up all of our content into each team and each bracket and whatever like that. So we started doing like a show in the first like week or two and would finish it overnight and have it there in the morning. But most of the content we've already had. And there was no sense in doing a full show. But so Trey, on Sundays and Mondays, it's just locked in, like, all day and all night. And we, he and I go back and forth, and we uh, we connect with our guys, you know, like Matt Castle, guys like that. And now, dude, we got Ed Reed. Leonard Fournette is, like, oh, dude, on the that, roster. How's Ed Reed, dude? How's Ed Reed? He might be actually the coolest human being uh, uh, in, in history. 
He is so cool. First of all, he looks cool. Like, he's got the coolest look right now. I, I don't even know how... Like, he looks like the cross between, like, a college professor and the baddest football player you've ever seen, like, at the same time. It's like, I, gotta, I wish I could recreate his style. He is so cool. He is so nice. He's so funny. Uh, he gives out... Actually, today, we're giving out the Ed Reader Award. Monthly awards he gives out to different players. We actually... We actually got the awards built. It's like... Oh, no way. That's cool. Yeah. Hold on. Wait. Let me think. I pull it That's up real awesome, quick dude. before that we is, go. I love Ed Reed, dude. I dude, love, I love so cool. I love Ed Reed. Talk. He was such a smart football player. Yeah. Just such a great safety. He was just so legit. Hold on. I'm going to try to find this real quick if I can. You'll see. Because it's pretty legit. It's not like, you know, we used to do things... Well, first of all, here. Look at, his, look at how cool this dude is. That's him rapping right there. Look he at is him. so cool. That's right. He's so cool. I got to find the picture of the editor. Oh, dude. Look at this thing. Wait, hold on. We got a little glow around it. Whoa, whoa. Wait, hold on. The, the award looks like... It looks like that. It's like a boss. Oh, that's cool, dude. Yeah. So. Wait, are you gonna are you gonna send? Are you just gonna give it over the over virtual? I'm not gonna send it to people. No, dude. I think we mailed it. I can't tell you who got it. Well, you gotta go into the thirty third game.com That's coming out today. Dude, but he let's go. He sends it to the. We shipped it to the actual player. I'm not involved dude, in that process. Do? Just send, do you send Ed Reed? You, no way you're sending him to Ed Reed. He's not shipping him out. That's a pain in the ass. <laughs> no, he's They're not pulling a Casey t shirt move. <laughs> They're sending him to you, bro. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. They're anyway, like, kids, send them out. <laughs> All right. Let's do it. We got a whole week ahead of us. We're fired up, ready to go. We got yeah, the Ed Reed Award here. Casey's giving out awards on MLB Network. Look at us. We're expanding. <laughs> we got Big Lambuski on Wednesday again. And then, uh, like you said, we're going to start bringing in more guests again. Back, yes, back yes. to the guest reel. Yep. It's going to be great. All right. It's yeah. Be great. And, hey, All go right, look for it. Wait. Did, pop your uh, what you're doing on Sunday nights again one more time. Oh, and Breakthrough Pro. Breakthrough Pro, man. Just taking take your life, taking your mindset to the pro level, man. Let's love it. Let's get it. It's incredible, man. <laughs> nice. Awesome All stuff. right, buddy. All right, JT. Love yeah. you, man. Have love, a great Monday. Everyone out there, we love you guys. Thanks for listening. So grateful for it. Can't even tell you. Download, subscribe, all that good stuff. We just appreciate you tuning in. JT, see you, big man. See you, brother.